welcome to the Business in the Front. Harding in the Back. Podcast. Podcast. I feel like I wait for ages. I'm Michelle. I feel like I wait for ages. I'm not looking at her. When's she going to go? When's she going to go? And I'm like, I just can't wait. You do. You have this hesitation. And I just think I'll just get you to wait, I guess. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'll just see how long you wait. Drawing me out, drawing me out. I'm so impatient. I'm like, we just have to get this thing done. Let's say podcast. Let's do this thing. Uh, Anyway, welcome to the podcast, Lauren. That's hilarious. Welcome to the podcast. One of the best podcasts on the internet. I know I've talked about this uh, numerous times, but it's true. So Michelle, today the um, episode is brought to you by my business. And I wanted to um, put you on the spot here because I think it's funny. I would like you to promote my business, please. And maybe I'll promote yours. Just as a little bit of fun. What do you think? Mine's fairly easy to promote. You have a lot of different components to your business. Just choose one thing. Anything you say will be Uh, thematically fine. I'm Lauren Grace and I'm all about time management. So if you would like to manage your time better, if you aren't squeezing enough into your day, and you feel like you need to be doing more things and ticking off more things from your little uh, checklist, then you need to be part of my time management program. It is completely free to do a free something, 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 something. And then you can get into- Free masterclass. Yes, masterclass. And then you can get in and do my time management program, which I put together and it is all recorded and uh, it is at your fingertips. So you can listen to it whenever you want, uh, any time of the day or night, whatever suits you. Uh, Lauren Grace, and you can look me up in the show, now, show notes and uh, find all the information about my time management program there. That was just beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh, good. It's interesting that you brought up the time management. It's good. I haven't talked about that in a while. So that's helpful. Thank you for that. Well, I will be putting you on the spot next episode, Lauren. Don't you worry about that. (laughs) Oh, you can do it at the end of this show. Yeah. Get some. Oh, no. Get some. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Get some study happening there. You'll have to do a little bit of research. I didn't even know they had my own page. You're asking me off air if I had my own business page. And I'm like, what are you talking about? No, I know you do. I know you do because I I have followed it before. I have followed it ages and and ages I just said to you ago. last episode I had two thousand followers and I was like I have yeah. my what what yes I think I was kind of wondering whether or not you had a public personal page or and a business page or just your business but then I forgot you're a brand like well. you are your own brand so mm. yeah yeah because mm. I'm getting confused because I'm setting up a Lauren Grace page on Facebook for public personal like public person or something but I was confused because I also have raw raw and the afterlife but you are your own brand so mm. but it's still the same my pages having... are still my business page is the same as yours and then I've got my personal page which is totally separate yeah mm. yeah 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 anyway well, what's happening what how's your week uh well um <laughs> the theme for today we probably need to talk about the theme for today otherwise the listener at home is going what on earth is going on here um, so this is about oh, taking yeah, advice. Uh, so, you yeah. know, quite often we give out really good advice to other people and it's like this person advice, this person, my friend's going through something, this person, give them some advice. And then we're sitting there going, what the hell am I doing? What's going on with my life? You know, what do I need to do here? What's the next step for me? And it's like, you know, this is about kind of taking your own advice or your own medicine. You know, sometimes we kind of need to think about what we're giving to other people, those little gems, those little pearls of wisdom, and maybe take some of that back for ourselves. So that's what I wanted to talk about this episode, Lauren. How do you feel about that? 
Yeah, I think that feels really good. Um, I love giving advice to people and mm. uh, sometimes it's difficult to, <laughs> you know, it's that whole thing, like where you point at someone and you go, Michelle, you should do this. Da, da, yeah. da. But then there's three fingers pointing back at you. Oh, sorry for the listener at home. I'm pointing at Michelle with my finger. And then there's three fingers pointing back at me. So That's it's it. good. And, yeah. uh, and very often it's like, uh, did I ever tell you about there's the, the mini project and you know, that TV show, have you heard of it before? It's what is Mindy Kaling anyway, the Mindy project. Oh, Mindy. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's a U.S. show. It's about a doctor and she's uh, very self-absorbed and hilarious. Anyway, she's doing this episode and where she's giving someone advice or she's giving herself advice. And then she goes, don't you just love those moments when you are your own role model or she says something like that and it's so perfect because very often we actually have great advice and um we don't always listen to ourselves say that so we'll talk about that in this show but i'd love to know what's been going on with you how has your week been yeah it's been great um i think i spoke last couple of episodes it was pre-expo then it was post-expo so everything's kind of based around the expo for me and the business is still booming still really busy and I've still got people being recommended and referred and all that sort of stuff. So things are growing, going great guns. I've got some really good ideas on the side of that and as well with things I want to develop. And uh, that's going to be very exciting. So it's going to have my brand all over it. And I'm looking for that consistency between the different things I'm releasing or planning to release. And that's going to be, I guess, a bit of a passive income. So these are going to be things people can purchase. And um, so that's going to be really exciting. And I'm working with an illustrator. Um, if that gives some clues away uh, on both of these projects, really. So it's going to be very, very good uh, to have that out there and in line with my brand. So everything's going to be sort of um, in alignment, which will be wonderful. And I was just saying to off air that I haven't actually done new business cards, which is a bit of a bummer because I have my old cards at the expo. So people were a little bit confused with the name because the colours are a lot darker, the name's different. I was Michelle Price, a light, uh, writer and clairvoyant before I became the light worker. So um, we did some flyers up as sort of a um, get through the expo kind of deal. And uh, they were beautiful, had my logo on and all that. People took them and uh, people have been able to track me down. So that was really good. And that was one of Deborah's ideas, the lady who helped me out. So um, that's been great. Still sort of booming from, from that. And um, just some really exciting things going on, I guess, in the background where I'm trying to, you know, um, get the Reiki and all of that happening. I've got a lot of inquiries, a lot of um, sessions booked in teaching that. So that's all ticking along in the background as well. And um, just lots of beautiful messages. You know, one of the things that I did give, I guess, one example from the expo where Sarah showed up and led a lady over to my table. That was a lady um, murdered in the London terror attacks. But um, one of the other ladies that shut up and I just thought this was really nice because as soon as she sat down at the table, we looked at each other and I just, I was like, we know each other. And she said, yeah, I feel exactly the same way. It was really uncanny. And I actually discovered, I think during the reading that we'd been sisters before in a past life and she felt exactly the same way. And we were so emotional. We were like crying and reading and laughing and reading and crying. And it was just like this roller coaster of emotions. And all the readings that I did over the expo were just 30 minutes long, but it just was the most amazing connection I think I've ever had with another human being. And I have found that when you have like a soul connection with someone, when they come in and sit in front of you, you do recognize it pretty quickly that the reading is next level always. It just is so much easier to read for this person because you know them at a soul level. So 
I just found that, yeah, the connection and everything was just amazing. And everyone was sort of standing there. I had some other clients of mine sort of wandering around my expo and, you know, coming up to say hi and stuff. And when I finished reading for this lady, we stood up and we both just embraced and we sort of held each other for a really long time. And it was, um, it just interesting, you know, Deborah was like, Oh wow. Okay. These guys are really, really good friends, really close. And we hadn't met each other. We didn't know each other from a bar of soap, but we just, we just knew each other. And it was a really lovely connection. And yeah, I just wanted to sort of highlight that because there's so many beautiful stories that came out of the expo, but I can't talk about them all in one episode. So I thought I'd just um, throw that one in because it was so uplifting and having all those people that was just high vibrational, wanting to do life purpose stuff, wanting to move forward, wanting to create. And it was just um, a really beautiful experience for me meeting her. So she is going to come back and see me again. And um, that's someone else that I'm going to be, you know, I guess reading for for a long time. Um, so yeah, just a beautiful experience. Beautiful. Your weight, um, Michelle, I love your stories. I just think they're so cool. When you were talking, I was thinking about how that happens to me sometimes when I p- meet people on the Afterlight podcast where I just feel like I've known them before and we have that familiarity and that sort of comfort level. And I mean, you could say that we do reincarnate in our soul groups. So it makes sense that you would run into people that you don't know that, that have that comfort or that, that feeling. So yeah, um, I guess the dog is coming very soon uh, in a week and a week and a bit. And I've been doing a lot of things kind of getting ready for him. And uh, yeah, I named him. We're going to call him George. And uh, he just looks like a George. It's so cute. Yeah. And I just thought Georgie's cute and George is cute. And when you say the name George, it sounds nice in your mouth for whatever Mm. reason, just the way that you, that you say it. I know our listener at home is like, George, George. Oh yeah, it does sound good. (laughs) So yeah, we named him and he's so cute. And I'm really excited about that. Um, I accidentally smashed my phone. This has never happened to me. I dropped my phone and I smashed the screen. Look at that. Can you kind of see? Uh, You probably can't see because it's, um, let me see if I, oh, oh, I just dropped it on my computer. Lauren. Lauren. Um, see that? Ah, she whiz. Yeah. This is Mercury in retrograde. So I was, I was at a Mercury in retrograde. Oh, so I was at a cafe and I accidentally dropped it and it smashed and that's never happened to me before. And I went, okay, well, I've been wanting to manifest a new phone for a while. Been kind of putting that off because of um, it's a fair investment. Mm. And I just got a new computer and all these things, a lot of outgoings. So yeah. So the universe is like, girl, get yourself a new phone. So I will be figuring that out. And uh, also I made the transition. I'm starting to make the transition from Lauren Tuck to Lauren oh, Grace, which is hello. really exciting. And um, thank you for your support with that, wow. Michelle. I appreciate well, tell the listener it. at home, Lauren, um, about the cards, because that's how we decided, wasn't it? We sort of, um, yeah. Clarification. Yeah. Okay. So our, uh, so I was basically nervous about making these transitions. So even though I had all these signs from spirit that told me, girl, this is the way. Mm -hmm. So I asked Michelle to pull a card for me. And so when you add up Lauren Grace in numerology, it comes to the number 51, which comes to a six and six for me, based on some of the information that I garnered from the number six is love for Michelle. It's totally Mm -hmm. different. It's not as lovely as, um, as what I interpret it to be. And so I asked her if she would pull a card for me because I was just looking for a little bit of an extra push. I think I just needed some support. So she pulled a card for me and she ended up pulling the most beautiful card and it said love on it. And it was the picture of this woman 
and um, she had a giant heart, which has always been my omen as well. I see hearts everywhere. It's always my omen, always, always. And um, she had this giant heart on her and I have a tattoo of a heart on my chest. So it was actually perfect. She had a tattoo on her chest. I have a tattoo on mine, both hearts. And then it said love at the bottom. And I just went, boom, that just felt like my sign. And it couldn't have been the most perfect card. Um, yeah, it was the most perfect. And I actually didn't me, draw so thank it. You for that. It, um, it, it actually flipped. So when I was shuffling, um, it literally flipped upside down and was sitting on top of the deck like that. Um, so I actually didn't even draw it just flipped over. So, so spirit intervening. So I was wondering, yeah, it's so good. Can you actually give me your opinion as well? So I was looking at setting my, uh, Facebook page up public, public profile for Lauren Grace. Mm -hmm. But um, I can't just do Lauren Grace. Say I need to add something in there. So would I put like speaker and writer or podcast host, even though I'm more than that? Mm. You don't want to. Do you have any? I just don't um, feel like you want to narrow it down. I mean, I don't think you could say. I mean, speaker and writer is fairly exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a tough one. I wouldn't put podcasting because that's too stereotyping. Um, putting you, painting you into a little box. Yeah. Um, you can't just say yeah. Lauren Tuck, oh, Lauren Grace, um, public, you know, public or anything page. No, no official. It won't work. What if I just put, I guess speaker writer is true. I am a writer and I am a speaker. Mm. So then and that's speaker pretty covers general, podcast and everything. Yeah. Presenter. Yeah. No, presenter is probably. Yes. Presenter. Yeah. No. No, I, I don't know. I like presenters. I like presenter. Um, that sort of covers a podcast and, you know, you're going to get back into Facebook lives and things you were sort of talking about before. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I do a lot of workshops and a lot of, um, Oh, I'll put Lord Grace writer presenter. Yeah, I like that. that. Sounds good. I like that. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Thank you yeah, for that. I need to work that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all from me. You need to, you're still, you've got things yeah. going on. I can see the show notes here. There's a lot of things. There's something else. Um, in oh. Did you well, mention the painting? Well, I mean, um, I'm, I'm, uh, the painters are painters wrapping Beautiful. up a few more rooms. Oh, also I was looking for, uh, I got a crate for the dog. So I'm going to crate train. Him. Oh, excellent. You decided you're going to do that. We also got like a, yeah, we got a day, uh, day crate as well. So it's basically open at the top, open at the bottom. I got a bunch of fake turf. So I'm going to create like a little zone for him to chill. Oh, in. nice. And my partner found a really high quality dog crate, exactly what I wanted on Gumtree for super cheap. And I think it was probably originally fairly expensive because you can just tell, you know, when things just seem like they were expensive, yeah. got it for 60 bucks. So I picked it up yesterday. So I'm going to get that set up so that I want to create times for him to be alone, mm -hmm. not not rely on me all the time because I don't want him to have social anxiety. Yep. So when I go for runs, especially, or if I have to pop to the shop for an hour, he can be in that area and be comfortable by himself. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I remember I, I served a table one time and the woman had a little dog in a bag. I said, Oh, this dog is so cute. And she goes, yeah, he cannot be alone. He just will not stop crying and barking. That's enabling. That's and, like, um, so she has to take him everywhere. No. And I just thought he's 13 and I, another person had gave him away to her because she couldn't handle mm. it. And I thought, no, George is not, I don't want to set him up for no. that because I want him to be comfortable staying with other people and 
you know, having him have the best life, especially because we like to travel. So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. And I'm, I'm also excited, Michelle, to get any advice that you may have as, oh God. as I share about my life on a farm as a puppy, first time. Puppy owners. training is, uh, <laughs> it's is all not fun, Lauren, and it goes for a really long time. And um, it's so different getting a dog versus a cat yeah. because we had uh, our dog first. And Sissy was still kind of messing up, you know, still chewing things, destroying things, um, wing and pooing. And we had her in obedience since we got her. We had her in obedience, like, since we picked her up from Toowoomba, which is where your dog's coming from as well. But, um, you know, she would do it deliberately, though. Like, she'd, um, if I didn't take her for a walk when she wanted to go for a walk, she'd trot into my front room where I do all my healings and readings from, do a little wee-wees on the floor, and I had carpet in there at that point, and, uh, and trot back out. Taught you a lesson enjoy that. And, uh, that continued. And so she was actually toilet trained, but she would use it to teach us a lesson. She's like, Oh, here we go. Da, 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 da. This could really gonna annoy my mother. And it'd be right before I had a reading or something. And I'm just like, Oh my God. So yeah, the toilet training is not fun with joy. We brought joy home the cat and she literally, it's like, there's your toilet. She just gets in her little toilet, does her thing, gets out, off she goes. And I'm like, that was the easiest thing I've ever had to do in my life. <laughs> so let's just say cats and dogs are very, very different in response, uh, respect to that. Okay. So the toilet training is... Good thing you got the cat second, actually, mm. because if you got the cat and you thought that oh, was we would have had great expectations. Eat, it probably yeah. would have been more difficult yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's good we got that out of the way first, I think. Yeah. But enjoy that. Enjoy the ride. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah. Anytime one tips or tricks, <laughs> I'll bring you let along. me know. Let me know. That's <laughs> the hardest thing, I think. I yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so do you want me to jump into the episode, Lauren? Yeah, let's get to it, girl. So this actually came from a conversation with a client. Now, I was doing a reading for a lady and the whole time, all through this reading, I was writing down quotes that she was saying. Now, I do this in our episodes when we record the podcast. I go through when Lauren says something amazing, I say something amazing. I write those comments down and we actually use those in social media to like promote the show and stuff like that. We put our quotes together. So I'm always doing that sort of, you know, listening in for those little bits of gold, you know, as we're talking and that sort of thing. So I had this lady and she was just saying all these things and I'm like, these are gems. Like, oh my gosh. So the whole reading, I'm like writing this stuff down, writing this stuff down. And she's like worried about her daughters and she's worried about her family. And she's like, my daughter needs to do this. My daughter needs to do that. And my husband and my whatever. And she's saying all these things and I'm just going, oh, these are amazing. These are amazing. And I'm writing them down, writing them down. And I actually said to her, you know what? You need to get on like, um, like a Facebook group and like share your quotes because your quotes are gold. They're not, she's not even repeating other people's things. It was just her own knowledge, her own wisdom here. She goes, that's weird. She said, I'm actually part of a group and I was sharing my quotes and I haven't for ages. She said, oh, I'm going to do that again. I'm going to jump on there again. Anyway, she's now invited me to that same group. It's like a women's group. It's spiritual and it's um, private. So it's a private group and she invited me to join it. So I'm now part of that group. So she's back on there. She's sharing her quotes, you know, putting her little messages out there. But she just didn't realize what she had, you know, like she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I guess I was sharing my quotes and this and that. But she just didn't realize how important it was and how awesome it was. So, you know, her loved one kept saying to me, because she had one of us, um, you know, loved ones in spirit was there. And her loved one was just like, tell her to listen to what she's saying. Tell her to take her own advice, you know. And that's how we sort of came up with this particular theme. So, you know, really it's based around that particular reading because I just got so much out of that. 
you know, and it's not me sitting there going, I'm the big important reader here, you know, I'm the one that connects to the past type of loved ones and blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, we learn from our students, you know, every time I do mentorship, it's like I learn from what they're telling me. I learn from their, you know, what they're doing and how they're doing and all yeah. that stuff. And then I pass it on to other people. Hey, this works for this person. Maybe it'll work for you. So it's like we're learning constantly. And I yeah. was just so inspired by this lady. And I've written all the quotes and I've got them in my book out the front. And not that I'm going to take them or anything, but, you know, I wanted to, I wanted that inspo too, you know, I wanted to, a little piece of that inspo and, and that energy that she was generating. And, you know, she's going to go into wonderful things. And I'm so excited, but I was just really pumped, you know, I was really pumped after that reading. And, and that's why I wanted to do this, um, this episode so we can just lift up the listener at home and uh, give them some of our nuggets of wisdom, I think, Lauren. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's interesting because before we, um, you know, we started talking, I actually did a little bit of research about why people don't take their own advice. And I thought that, you know, it's kind of a different angle from the way we sort of started the show. But I, I kind of think that it's important to kind of establish why we don't take our own advice. And one of the things that came up was that, you know, this article that I was reading was kind of talking about how, you know, it's the cur it said it's the curse of knowledge. It's basically we know too much about our own situation and we're too close to it so that we can't really make an objective decision or we can't be objective about what we should or shouldn't do. It's kind of, um, I guess I liken it to when I was a kid, I used to read a lot of tarot and I found it really difficult to find the positive when I would get upside down cards. I found it really hard. And so the reason for that is because I wasn't able to be objective and see it in a different light that I was almost internalizing a little bit too much. So I think that when we understand why we don't take our own advice, then we can be put in the position and the power position really of starting to kind of separate from ourselves potentially and to start taking our own advice. Uh, that being said, I think it's really important to have people in your corner that can actually sort of echo your advice back to them, back to you. So like That's sometimes I might say something to someone yeah. And then they'll go, oh, what I'm hearing from you is this. And I'll go, oh yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> that happens quite a lot. So I actually have um, somebody helping me at the moment with my marketing and stuff like that. And we had a talk the other day. I was just telling her all these things that I'm doing. And I was just saying that, you know, if I was giving you advice, I would tell you to pick one thing and focus upon it. And she looked at me like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I went, oh, right that yes so she goes lauren build your website do your newsletters oh, everything fantastic. else can wait and i went thank you that's all i needed you Got to tell message. me i just needed you to help me with that and you know one of the cool things in my time management course just to echo what michelle said before is that i do help you to work through and identify your priority one task so would you do through go through a whole system where i do teach you to do that i guess the the challenge is that you know me like everyone else get excited about all of it but there's only one thing that you can do now, which is the most important. And so kind of like I was talking about in the last show, when I was saying that, you know, I need to build a website, I need to do these things. Once that's done, it's done, I can set, and then I can forget it. So yeah, that was really helpful in kind of having someone sort of echo back what I already knew to be true. And then essentially to start putting the plan in motion, which is uh, what I've, I've been able to do and, and able to start. So yeah, so now I know that, you know, I just need to build a website and then um, do my, finish all my name changes, things like that. So I should have that done by next week. So Michelle, any thoughts on that or? Uh, 
you know, have you been taking your own advice lately? Uh, well, something yes. tells me you get a lot of advice from spirit. I certainly which, do. So that's the other thing, actually. I was going to say there, too, that a lot of our own advice isn't from us. I believe it's from the angels Correct. and from our spirit guides. And so, you know, when you kind of meditate more, when you create space, you can start to hear the difference between your ego advice and your spirit advice. We can talk a little bit about that later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, channeling is the, what I was getting into now with my next talk uh, point. So I do, I've always done a lot of channeling and I do say to other people, you know, if you are doing that whole thing where your friend's going through a separation or they've lost someone they care about or something like that, it's like, you know, you start to say things and you're like, I don't know how I know this, but, and then you keep talking Often that I don't know how I know this, but is a clear cognizance. It's that sort of channeling beginning with you. And there's been moments where I've been channeling where I know one of my friends is going through quite a bit of depression and a relationship breakdown and stuff like that. And I was talking to her and we're out on the street. I remember sort of facing her and I looked at her and I was giving all this advice. And all of a sudden, I just felt like this is coming from somewhere else. I knew it wasn't my words. And I felt like it was one of her guides speaking through me. And this is way before I was doing readings. I wasn't even doing cards at that point. So all this stuff was coming through me and I just said to her, you need to listen to me. I'm speaking the truth. And then I continued speaking. And as I said that, it was like goosebumps just showered down on top of me. And it was like, I just had to keep talking. And I was saying all this stuff, saying all this stuff, saying all this stuff. She was standing there like looking at me and then she just, all these tears started going down her face and I was crying as well. And I didn't even realize it. Because when you're really channeling information from another source, it's, it's source energy, it's love. So I'm channeling this, this pure love, heart space energy towards her and she received it. You know, she was receiving it. She was hearing it. I was saying it. And I just, it was one of those moments where I just felt like I was in another, totally lifted out of my body. It was like an out-of-body experience. It was amazing, amazing experience. And after that, when I finished talking, I said to her, you realize that it's coming from another place. And she said, I do. And she said, I've, I've received it. I heard it, everything that you said. And she went on to, you know, get through that. Wow. You know, she just totally um, came out of that, you know, that, that sort of drama, like vibration, all of that. She was able to get through it. So I was so grateful for that experience. And I've always remembered that now that I'm doing this as work, I remember that spirit is always speaking through me in every moment. And I can feel it now. I recognize when it's happening. When I'm doing Reiki teaching, I find that um, a lot of stuff will come through in the same way where I'll be speaking to someone and it's one of their guides, one of their loved ones or whatever speaking through me. And I just speak and then everyone in the room gets really emotional. And I find that that's when I know when we're, you know, giving some really amazing advice. Um, even for me, it's, you know, coming from another source, a higher source, but you know, when you're doing yeah. that, it's when yeah. everyone becomes really emotional, you know, that you hit on something, you know, you've hit a nerve and it's because it's source energy. People can feel that, you know, people can feel that. Um, so, you know, I just think that in those moments, whatever I'm saying is truth. And I need to listen to that because it's coming from somewhere else. It's not from me, you know? So I, I that's when I really tune in. Yeah. yeah. And the cool thing about that too, actually, is that it comes back to what I was saying earlier, because you're channeling, you're being objective. Mm. And so because you're being objective, you're not in there going, wait a minute, this sounds dumb yeah. or this doesn't make sense or judging anything that you're saying. You're just simply the conduit That's for the message and you're allowing it to flow. And so when we take our own advice, 
we are allowing our own advice to flow. That's we it. are allowing us to look at ourselves in an objective point of view. And that is so key. That's it. Perfectly said. Yeah. Um, The other thing I just wanted to say there is, you know, law of attraction, and this is about taking your own advice too. And I had a friend of mine who was looking for a committed relationship and she hadn't been able to find one and she was pretty upset about it. And she just kept going. And it was so funny because I was sort of observing her and I was thinking, what is she doing? What is she doing with these different people that she's dating? And she was a locum. So she was a vet nurse and uh, she was actually going around a locuming, you know, doing little stints here and there. And she was in Bundaberg at the time. And that's where I met her. And um, such a gorgeous girl, like just beautiful. And she said to me, Michelle, I just want to commit a relationship and I don't know what's going on. And what came to me, and this was channeled, this was information from somewhere else. And what came to me was, Thoughts, words, and actions need to be in alignment for us to be able to do anything, you know, for us to be able to achieve this, to manifest, yeah, you know, thoughts, words, and actions. Yes. Now you're telling me something, but your body is saying something different. So internally, and this is way before I started reading cards, like I'm talking, you know, 2000, 2000, you know, um, 21 years ago. So, you know, I was just like, you know, thoughts, words, and actions. If you want to make this thing happen, your body's saying something different. Your words are different. You know, so what are you thinking? What's internal? You know, in, in what you're doing, you're selecting people who are in different states or who live overseas. It means they're not available. They're not committed. So there's something in you where it's like there's fear there. There's fear of someone actually really loving me, really accepting me, really whatever it is. And she got it. She was like, my God. She said, you're right. Two weeks later, she's at a barbecue. She'd come to terms with it, heard me. She made some changes thoughts, words, and actions, started doing affirmations, you know, stuff like that. Two weeks later, she's at a barbecue, all my hair standing up an end, and she met a guy named Tofty. Now, it's a nickname, uh, but his family um, was big on the, in Bundaberg, which is in uh, regional Queensland. Um, they made all the cane farm machinery and they owned a lot of the property around Bundaberg and they had all the cane farms. So very well-known, very wealthy family. So Tofty is one of the Tofts and, um, and Lisa met him and she's originally from the UK and she came up to me after she met him and she just said, I think I've, I think I've met my person. I think I met him. And I was like, that's amazing. Like this, it was two weeks ago. We had this. Wow. That's incredible. Now she went on to marry him and he's moved back to the United Kingdom. They've had two kids. They're incredibly happy. And that was two weeks. Now what I want the listener at home to hear is that it can happen really, really fast. When you make the decision, thoughts, words, and actions aligning, it can happen really quick. It's up to you. You know, people sit here and go, oh, I've been waiting four years. Oh, you know, 10 years, whatever. Thoughts, words, and actions. That's key. Get that sorted out. You can do anything. It puts you back into alignment. Now, what I want to say also is I listened to my own advice because I was in the same situation. I was in a relationship where I was like, don't know if I really want to be with this person. And, you know, I was thinking about going to Nepal at the time and I literally, I just up and left. I just said, look, you know, he was like, Oh, I might go to Nepal with you. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. So I went to Nepal and I was like, you can come if you want. Um, he didn't come. He didn't come because he wasn't, you know, in alignment. So I went to Nepal, came back and I just went, see you later, mate. I'm moving to Brisbane. I've got a new job. Bye. And I left him walked out. Um, and from that moment forward, I started to choose people who were more in alignment with me. And I had two, one amazing relationship. And then I met my husband after that. Um, but it's all about thoughts, words, and actions. And, you know, certainly when I met Jason, it was the same thing. I just made the decision. I was like, all right, I'm cool. I'm happy being on my own. You know, I was in my thirties. I was like 34, happy being on my own. Um, I don't need anyone. Got great friends, got great pets. Don't really need anyone. 
thoughts, words, and actions in alignment. But I was like, if someone comes along, fantastic. That's nice. Fabulous. Doing yeah. a lot of affirmations, you know, da, 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 da. And then two weeks later, two weeks, always seems to be two weeks. Two weeks later, I meet Jason. We get married. We bought a house a month after we, after we started dating. One month, we bought a house together. So it doesn't have to take a long time. Yes, I waited a lot longer than a lot of other people, but I wanted my person. I wanted the right person for me. So um, it did take me a little longer, you know, to kind of come around to terms with what I wanted to bring into my life. But I had a relationship in between, which was also really important for me. And I understood all the lessons from that. So, you know, uh, thoughts, words, and actions, Lauren, that is, uh, that is key. I find that sometimes people who carry a lot of weight and want to be in relationships are actually, that's like a way that they are avoiding the relationship from coming oh, in. Excuse. They put up those blockers. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yep. And protection. then the moment that it is, yeah, it's exactly right. It's protection. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting, you know, what you're talking about, making sure that, yeah, that you're not just talking the talk, you're walking that as well. And that everything that you're doing in your life is supportive of that. Right. Um, you know, I've, I want to get healthy, but I'm drinking too much and eating bad food. Okay, well, that's confusing. That's it. Right? So it's kind of like looking at your life and going, am I actually showing up like the person that I want to be? And this is a big part, I think, about when you are you know, taking your own advice, it's really important to reflect on who you want to be and then making decisions that take you there. And I've talked a lot about that in this show, but when you have a good foundation, then you can start making decisions that actually serve you. Correct. When you are, you know, living in an environment that's not clean or full of junk or doesn't feel good, or you work in a job you don't like, or you're not taking care of yourself or blah, blah, blah you know, you're never going to be able to fully be a realized version of yourself, I don't believe. And so, you know, when you are giving other people advice or when you are trying to figure out, you know, the best advice for you, I really do think that you need to listen to your own inner truth and follow that. So when Michelle's giving advice to somebody, she's not she's not sitting there judging what she's saying. She's just delivering when she's talking to herself. I would imagine you would do the same thing. You would just deliver the message to yourself. One, um, one tip that's really actually helpful is to actually get quiet, to ask the question and then get quiet and listen for the response coming from your own Mm -hmm. self. One thing that I think is really helpful is actually when you discern whether or not it's your heart or your head talking. And one thing that you can do is you can do the exercise that says, well, which way makes me feel lighter? So if you're faced with a decision and you don't know what to do and you want to take your own advice because you actually know for yourself your truth better than anyone else, you can actually pretend to make one decision. How does that feel in your body? And then pretend to make the other decision. How does that feel in your body? One of them is going to feel lighter to you. The one that feels lighter to you is the right decision. So when you are wanting to start taking your own advice and listening to your own truth, these are some really good ways of starting that process. Mm, I like that. So again, figuring out who you want to be, listening to, you know, the direction of your own guidance that's going to take you there and then acting on it. Uh, Yeah. Like Michelle said, acting on it. Yeah. Head versus heart. Because otherwise you just talk a bunch of smack. That's exactly it. Head versus heart. Love that. That's so powerful. 
So, um, Lauren, what I wanted to sort of get into now, I guess, at this part of the show is that in my work now, because I'm doing this, you know, full-time spiritual work, I, I just completely trust everything. And the most important thing with, I guess, the work that I do is trust. Um, so, you know, I like to, you know, just get into the flow, I guess. And that's the easiest way for me to read. And it's very good with you saying head versus heart there because that's a great segue. Um, the way that I read when I'm in the zone, when I know that I'm in there, which is when I did the expo, you know, nervousness at the beginning, yes. And I get into the first reading and then the second reading, bang, I'm in it. And then for the rest of the day, I'm in the zone. My husband rocked up at the expo at one point um, when I was there and he tried to give me an acai bowl and I just went, that's great. Not touching, just have him out. No, <laughs> no, because I know when I'm in that zone and I know what works for me. I know what works for me. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to bring my vibration down. I'm up here up here, take your acai bowl. See you later. So we gave it to Deborah's daughter. Fantastic. She ate it and loved it. Now, yes, I want to be a acai bowl, but I also know what works for me. So I just, no, nope, not going to yeah. go there. Um, you do want to change the energy. Yes, you do want exactly. to bring anything into your exactly. body that all of a sudden changes the... And it's cold yeah. as well. So then your body's trying to process something that's freezing and all the stuff that I'm doing where I'm channeling light, it goes through your digestive system. So it speeds up your metabolism. So if I've got something freezing cold going into my system, that messes everything up and slows it down. Um, it also drops my body temperature. So, you know, I was like, that isn't going to work for me. I'm not going to do that thing. Thank you very much. But what I'm saying is that I got into that zone and that's what I'm looking for. So that's head versus heart. When I'm in my heart, when I'm just feeling... I'm completely trusting. That's when I get all the confirmation, you know, my hair goes up on end and all of that. So when I'm doing business readings, that's where I want to go, where I'm sort of planning someone's business out and looking at branding and all of this stuff, very exact stuff. You know, I want to make sure I'm completely in that zone. Um, so that's what I'm sort of looking for. It's the heart versus the head. And that's something that I do with my mentorship clients because luckily I can feel, you know, whether they're in their head or their heart, and I can say, look, hang on, come back down, come back down and keep reminding them because our natural go-to is into the head. We want to think about things. That's our natural go-to. Uh, but we can't think about when we're channeling. I can't think about that. I've got to take my head out of that. You know, I've just got to listen to the words coming through. Um, so that's a little bit of trust. Now, I am completely aware at this point in my life that what I'm saying to others is gold. Um, and whatever the advice is, it always reflects where I'm at. So if I've got anything going on in my relationship, you know, stress, anxiety, you know, whatever it is, then that comes into my readings. There is no doubt that people who are coming through the front door are going to have the exact same relationship things or very similar going on that I'm going to have. So I realize that whatever advice I'm giving them, I need to listen to to get through my situation. So I do also find that people who don't reflect where I'm at in that moment will reschedule. They won't cancel necessarily, but they'll reschedule because their energy, you know, whatever their situation is, isn't reflecting what I'm going through. So that's very common for me where people will be like, oh, hang on, Michelle, um, I need to reschedule. I'm going to come next week, you know, and then I'll come and that'll be perfect for my situation at that point. So, and I do find that with all the other readers too. So I know that whatever I'm saying, I need to listen to because it's going to um, help me get through uh, whatever I'm going through personally. So, um, yeah, I find mm -hmm. it really important. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny when we were talking about or when I first read that, you know, taking our own advice, I never really thought about the fact that you do need to really trust and get clear on your own wisdom. I mean, it's cool that it's come out now because this is how I live. But, you know, when we kind of like you said, take the time to just really get clear on what we want. That's when we can take our own advice. Yes. But so often we ignore the time spent 
with ourselves. Like I remember, I think I talked about it before where I didn't like doing the laundry because I was alone with my own thoughts. And then when I started to understand that I'm not my thoughts, I'm not my mind, I can be quiet in my head if I just work on, work on it. Um, that being in my own company is actually lovely. Yeah. And so I think that it's important that we kind of figure out how can we listen to our own truth? We've kind of talked about some different techniques here, but I've got some other ones I wanted to share. So number one, go for a drive and talk out loud in your car about your fears or your challenges or your problem or whatever. Talk about it out loud. And eventually you'll find that, well, what, what answer comes from it? Or you'll just find that when you say it out loud, it's not a big deal anymore. Or when you say it out loud that you know what to do. And I think that when you talk out loud, you're kind of inadvertently putting out a request to the That's universe right. to come back and provide you with some guidance or some advice. And then it's being quiet and listening to that. It's not you know, making a phone call and checking your social media, although you shouldn't do that when you're driving. It's not putting on music. It's actually creating the gap and the space for that inspiration, that idea to enter. Mm -hmm. You can also do that by writing things out. So you can journal your thoughts. You can write down, you know, this is the question that I have, or this is the issue that I'm having. And then sit and wait, wait for the answer to come, take some breaths in and out, in through the nose, out through the mouth connect with heart space and then write your answer mm. and then read it later and go, wait a minute, this is amazing. Yeah. And then you get inspired by your own wisdom That's automatic and you become your own role model. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it's kind of like not forcing it. The other thing too, um, when you're getting in the habit of listening to your own advice, it, you know, try those techniques for for sure. But then the other thing that you can do is you can actually call a friend and say, Hey, I just need to work this out. I don't need you to necessarily advise me. I just need you, if you don't mind just listening to me for a few minutes while I kind of figure out what I'm saying. So when you're talking to a friend, I think sometimes it's nice because it's like a neutral person mm. or, I mean, they love you, yes, but there's no pressure. they can be more neutral yep. about it. And very often they have the best intention in mind for you if they're like a good friend. And so when you just say, I need to work this out, then they're kind of giving you the space to do that. And then while you work it out and you come up with your solutions, then, you know, they might weigh in and get you to look at it in a different way as well. And so it's kind of a collaboration of advice as opposed to, you know, um, maybe you just taking your own. Because sometimes many minds do create a really great solution. Sometimes, uh, you know, if Michelle and I have an idea for a show, um, that we've jammed on together. It's really cool yeah. because it means that it's kind of taken a direction that we're both Correct. in line with. And uh, yeah, so I think that that's really helpful as well as is kind of doing that. So the main point is that, you know, when you are taking your own advice, get really clear on whether or not you're listening to your heart or your head, whether or not you're listening to fear or love. Okay. So just because it's, you know, scary, or uncomfortable, like me changing from Lauren Tuck to Lauren Grace and all the work that comes along with that, as well as the shift that's coming from that. Yeah, it's a bit scary, but I'm following love. I'm following light. I'm following joy. I'm following bliss. I'm following signs, following omens, Yay. following my heart. And now you got the card to prove it. You have to follow love. You have no choice. I got the card to prove it. No choice now. Follow love. Yeah. Got to do it. So. Yeah. Because sometimes we can give ourselves bad advice because we're not actually listening to our own truth. We're listening to that's fear. It. So you really need to discern even from your own yep. self. Absolutely do. That is true. What is good or that not. That is truth. 
Now, Lauren, I've got a couple of tools to improve your life for this week. And one of them is um, I invite the listener at home to kind of share your gifts. You know, if you are giving out great advice, if you do feel like sometimes you are sort of doing that channeling thing, it's like, you know, listen to what you're saying. And then, you know, for me, if I'm sort of giving out these nuggets of wisdom, which I do in my readings, I need to share that more, you know, I need to get on my public page and put that up there. You know, this is what I said to someone today and I think it really rings a bell. You know, I feel like this is truth. Now that's something that I can definitely do. I mean, I write notes, I record my readings, you know, I've got all the info there. So I'm going to start to do that a little bit more and get that energy flowing uh, in that direction because it's not just for the listener, the person that I'm reading for, the sitter, but it's also for everyone else out there, you know, it'll apply. Uh, and so, you know, especially when you're going through times like we are, Mercury in retrograde, where it's a little bit tougher and people are doing a lot of releasing and clearing out at the moment. So, you know, I feel like I need to share more of those nuggets of wisdom. So I'm taking my own advice and I'm going to uh, do that. You know, I'm going to put that out there. So that's what I'm going to do. And I invite the listener at home as well to do that. It's like that lady that I mentioned at the top of the show who was giving me all those, you know, great quotes. And she's like, yeah, you know, I need to get on Facebook again on this women's page and just start to share them and da, da, da. And I'm like, yes, yes. Because it's not just for you to hold on to, you know, this is for other people. You don't know Mm -hmm. what other people are going through. And it may just give them a lift that they need, you know. So I'm completely open as well with um, the people that I speak to in my readings. And I do say to them occasionally, you know what, like, you know, whatever you're going through, I understand that and I can empathize. And the advice I'm giving you, I'm listening to that too. So it's not just for you. I'm taking this on board. I'm going to act on this. And, you know, in a way, I think that encourages people to do the work because it's like I'm not just sitting here preaching. I'm not sitting here like I'm at the pulpit, you know, here I am, here I am doing all this stuff. It's like, I'm actually doing it. Please take this on board because I am, I'm going to act on this. Mm. So it's like, let's do it together. It's almost like I'm going to walk you through the process. I'm going to do it with you. Give me some feedback. How are you going? What happened to Mm. you? What was your experience after you took the advice and acted on it? So I feel like that's another really great way to do it so that we're putting ourselves in their shoes um so we're doing it yeah together so i feel like that's a really good tool to improve your life if you are giving advice um hey you know i'm taking this on board as well it's like being a business coach or a life coach or whatever it is it's like you give a lot of great advice but then sometimes we go oh yeah like that was great but you know a year later i haven't done any of that stuff myself and um or i've let something slip or slide you know and it's like i need to get on top uh, on top of that so you know i'm not perfect but i am human And I like to humanize myself because I feel like that's really important for people to know that I'm not, as I said, you know, standing at my pulpit preaching, you know, it's, I'm actually at your level. So, um, you know, I do like to let people know that. And I feel that's really important. I think the thing is to be kind to ourselves. That's really key and be Mm. gentle with ourselves and our progress. Even if we make what seems to be like a mistake or a weird call, just to be kind to ourselves and understand that we're learning. And that's really important. And uh, I, I like what you're talking about before bringing people along your journey and that actually helps you to be more accountable too. Absolutely. It's when you know yeah. that people are like, Michelle, girl, you didn't show up and give me that helpful tip. What are you talking about? That's it. That's <laughs> it. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll be accountable. I re- yeah. I remember when I first started Raw Raw Consulting, I started telling everyone I knew that I was going to do it and build my empire. And I did that not because I wanted their approval or not because I wanted their... I don't know, I guess maybe I wanted their support on some level, but I don't, I don't really mm. think so. But my intention around telling them was so that I would do it so that That's I was holding myself accountable. So accountable. it was like, Hey, I'm telling you I'm doing this. Now I have to do it because I've said it out loud. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's absolutely. Really helpful. 
good advice. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing with um, any of my little projects. If I, you know, decide I'm going to start something, I start talking about it, same thing. And also that's putting the energy towards that too. Even saying it, you know, saying it out loud, even if you're just standing in a room saying it in front of the mirror, you're still putting that intention there and that's energy yeah. as well. So even like they can't run around telling everyone because sometimes, you know, you don't want people to steal your ideas. So you can even just stand in your bedroom in front of the mirror and just say with conviction, I am doing this, I am doing this, I am doing this until you believe it, you know, and that's also putting yeah. the energy out there because words, you know, the secret words um, become reality, you know, you're creating mm-hmm. something from that. Um, so mm-hmm. that's really good advice too. Now, Lauren, um, you're going to have to promote my business because it is time for the party element. So have yeah. fun with that. Have fun. And I'm also I bet you, letting you, you know. You got to cheat. Not, I reckon you got to cheat, can't I was just, that's so funny. I was just going to tell you, I'm not cheating. I'm looking at our oh, notes. I'm not cheating. Okay. All right. I, I believe cheat. you. I believe you. And I thought that you didn't cheat because uh, I didn't give you time. So, no, okay, so I definitely didn't. <laughs> I had no idea. Brought to you by Michelle R. Price, the light worker. And if you are interested in developing your intuition, developing skills to listen to your inner truth, if you are wanting an outside perspective uh, to help you guide yourself through life, navigate yourself so that you can make decisions that support the future you, Michelle our price, a light worker can help give you an objective point of view and objective ideas. Um, and because she's channeling spirit, she is channeling the wisdom and the guidance from your own spirit guides and your angels and your passed over loved ones who are there and who are holding you in, um, who want to give you as much love and support as possible. And Michelle is the voice for them you know, when you're not able to hear them. If you're wanting to develop your Reiki, if you're wanting to do your Reiki one, two, or your masters, if you are wanting to work with like-minded people and develop your Oracle card skills, if you are wanting to um, have somebody to hold you accountable and guide you along the light path, then Michelle R. Price, the light worker is the one for you. Holy white man, that's going to be the best ad lib job I think I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. I can definitely tell you had a background in radio because that was impeccable. Impeccable. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Well done. Very good. Well done. We should do this no more cheating, often. No cheating. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be a bit better prepared next time. We sort of ready to go. <laughs> So what have you got for us with our party? Oh yeah. Well, I kind of like what you're going to talk about. Honestly, what I was going to say is just have it. We can't have it. Okay. It doesn't sound like a party, but it is a party. Uh, It's a party with your spirit team when you meditate. So I really want to encourage people to take some time out to meditate. I will admit I haven't been meditating lately, not very much, but Mm, I I do, you know, work on um, taking some breaths every day. And yesterday I did sit for five and do some clearing because I realized I haven't been clearing my energy and cutting my cords lately at all. And I really needed to do that. So I did that. Mm. And, uh, but what I have been doing, which is actually similar to meditating is I've been getting out in nature, walking around my property. I've been, you know, pulling out weeds and things like that. And I've been going for runs and exercising So, you know, when we do all these small little steps, what it does is it helps us to center and ground. It helps us to put our feet on the ground and be less of our head. And when we're less in our head, we actually can listen to spirit talk to us through that. So I would really encourage you to find out what's going to work for you. Get out there, garden, meditate, go for a run, do some yoga, exercise, anything like that. It's going to really help you to start to listen and hear and then put into action your own advice. So that's the party from my side. 
And for you, girl? Grounding is awesome. As long as you got your dress done up, Lauren, and everyone can't see your undies, but at least it's on your property. So that is uh, fabulous. Now, the bit that I wanted to talk about here in the party element is Esther Hicks. Now, some of the listeners at home may have heard of Esther Hicks. Some may not have, but Esther is incredible. And for me, Esther is truth. um, And she channels, she's a lady, she channels the collective consciousness known as Abraham. So I have uh, listened to Esther for many years and the reason being because I went to a psychic medium and she said, look, I think you're going to be doing uh, what Esther does one day. And that's why the channeling is so important to me because I feel like that is my path. And I definitely felt like I was doing a lot of that at the expo. Um, obviously I do that in my readings anyway, but it just was on a different level because the information was so clear, you know, for me and so concise. And sometimes when I'm at home, I get a bit muddled and, you know, there's things going on and people are mowing the lawns and there's other stuff, you know, at the expo, I was just like in the zone, in the zone. It just felt very, very clear for me. So when we're channeling, and especially when it's a collective consciousness, which is generally what I'm doing when I'm doing the Reiki teaching and stuff like that, it's more the masters coming through, you know, that sort of thing. So it's more of a collective consciousness. So, you know, when that's happening, that is just truth. You know, with Esther, for me, um, you know, whatever she says, it is just truth. Um, Everything I hear from her, I'm like, yes, I get it. So it's always really simple stuff too. Like you hear it and you just go, oh, I I should really know that, you know? But it's like, sometimes you just need to hear it. You need a reminder. And it's like, it's just, it is really simple. And I like that. It's not complicated. This doesn't have to be complicated. Two of my favorite sayings are, life is always working out for me and the universe has my back. I love both of those sayings because a lot of people come to me with issues around the um, root chakra and, uh, you know, that's sort of the base of the spine there. And so it's like, you know, that's your safety, security, you know, stability, fear around personal, like possessions, not personal possessions, human stuff, you know, human needs at that level. So a lot of people have that out of alignment. It's very common. And so, you know, if we can come at it from that um, aspect and give them that advice to lift them through that and raise their vibration, um, how powerful is that? You know, how powerful is it to bring yeah. them out of the, um, the thinking, you know, the worrying and the stressing, because that's all up in the head and bring them back into that solar plexus where it's trusting. But, you know, life is always working out for me and universe has my back. The universe has my back just gives you that feeling of support. It feels like someone's got your back. It feels like, you know, spine is strong, you know, supportive. Um, So they're the two that I pull out a lot when I'm doing my readings. Um, And life is always working out for me. It's just affirmation, really. It's like, you know, you could be going through family law court. You could be going through all sorts of like, you know, terrible situations. But it's like, you know, life is always working out for me. Whatever the outcome is, it's going to be perfect. It may not feel perfect at the moment, but whatever the outcome is, it's going to be fair and just, you know, and that's that's ultimately what I'm trying to share with people. So, you know, if I can give anyone um, advice, it would be to take both of those things on board and um, give yourself the support you need. But grounding, what Lauren was talking about is part of that, you know, feeling supported and safe and secure is about getting out on the grass with your bare feet and or sitting Um, So if you have root chakra issues, sitting on the ground, connecting your tailbone to mother earth actually really roots you in. You can see the tree roots coming out of your tailbone into the earth, out of the perineum into the earth. So that's actually a really great way to um, correct your root chakra um, and bring the energy up, bring the energy up from mother earth and see that happening. So really good visualization. If you've got a beautiful property like Lauren, you're very lucky and that's a great place to actually uh, do that. And um, yeah, so great advice, Lauren. I love that. And I think they both tied in really well together. That's so good. Let's do a whole show on chakras. How about in the future? Yeah, I've got a few ideas about different shows coming out of that today. So um, yeah, yeah, that's so good. I was just thinking we could do a whole show on all the chakras and all the colors. Yeah. Yeah, Mm. that's so good. I love Mm. that a lot. And 
you know, I, I listened to Esther Hicks recently, actually, I wasn't even going to mention this, oh, did but you? Now I feel like I, yeah. So I was listening to, um, I've got a, uh, Apple subscription to the music anyway. Uh -huh. So I download a lot of stuff. So there's a, an EP on there and it's called Abraham Hicks, 2005 lectures, Orlando, Florida. And the story that I'm talking about is, uh, episode number four, and it's called Abraham or Sai Baba. And I'm bringing it up because basically she was talking about how there's this woman, this woman asked a question and she said, I've been listening to this one teacher and I've been listening to you and you guys very often say conflicting and different things. And I don't know how to kind of merge them together to, to do my own truth. And what ended up coming out of that conversation and Esther articulated it so well, it was so awesome. I listened to it twice because I was just loving it is she was talking about how this woman had gone to Peru, which is, which she had said that I gone to Peru and was learning all of these old cultures and different ways of doing things. And she was trying to bring an old, tra old traditions, old ideas from a completely different country, from a completely different time and different foundation to where she was currently living in the U S and she was having a hard time with understanding why it wasn't working. And Esther was basically saying that so often we go about trying to put other people's pieces of advice or other teachings or other things into our current life when it's actually teachings that aren't meant for us. And they're teachings that, you know, were for other people based on the conditions and the time that they were living in not necessarily going to connect with where we are now. And so I just wanted to support you in saying that she's a really great source for information, but also saying that, you know, finding your own mantra and finding your own, you know, kind of, um, quotes and inspiration that works for you is really key because yeah. when you have things like the universe has your back, when you hear that, I just got like little chills. That is so, for me, I feel that so deep and it just makes me feel so awesome. And mm. Gabby Bernstein, she's got that book, universe has got your back. And, you know, I was listening to one of her talks a while ago and she was basically telling this story and then about how um, she had a photo shoot done for Maxim magazine. It was around the time she was coming in as a spiritual teacher and she didn't want it, those photos to, to come to light. Cause it just didn't project her in the way that she was realizing herself to be now, you know, mm -hmm. and the print never went, went ahead. And it's because she, and she kept bringing up, she said, trust God. Intention trust yeah. God. And I thought, Whoa, Oh my God, I'm getting such goosebumps when I'm saying this. But for me, that's one of the mantras that I've been incorporating and bringing into my life is trusting God. And for me, that feels good. feels connected to me. Yep. That's but letting you need go. to find what feels connected to you. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I just, I love that because Esther Hicks is all about what feels good. If you're that's running it. thoughts or programs or making decisions in your, you know, in your life that don't feel good, Mm -hmm. stop and change the direction. That's so, it. That's what I want to leave you with. Yep. That's yep. fantastic. I love that. Um, and Lauren, coming up in the next episode, this is one of your uh, ideas. So do you just want to share with the listener at home what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, we're going to be talking about for the love of the money. I think that uh, very often people get wound up in trying to make money and they forget that if you follow the love, you will make money. And if you chase the money, you may not find the love or the joy within that. And so mm. I just want to talk about that. I'm sure you'll have many stories to share in relation to that. I think that sometimes for me, prioritizing uh, the things that I have to do or that I want to do at the moment that I'm getting a little bit stuck 
or I was getting mm-hmm. stuck in choosing the money or the love. And so I'm going with love because love will win every time. And it's trusting God. And that's the card. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the card, boom. So, uh, yeah, I just felt inspired to talk about that because I've, I've been speaking with people on that topic lately. And I just find that when you choose love, life flows. So, mm. yeah. Amen to that. Amen. So um, I can't wait for that, Lauren. Yeah, lots of inspo coming in that episode for the mm. listener at home. So um, that's been wonderful. That's been wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Cool. This is, oh, oh, you're giving me the nod. This has been the business in the front. <laughs> Party in the back. I'm sorry. Podcast. Podcast. Pod. I wanted to come in after you. <laughs> wanted to come in after you. I was waiting patiently there. You did good. Yes. And uh, if you love the show, please do tell your friends. Please do reach out to us. We'd love to know what you liked. We'd love to know what you want us to talk about in the future. Uh, Michelle and I, we have such a range uh, of topics that we can speak on. And we won't ever talk about something that we don't know about. And if we want to talk on a subject and we're not the experts, we will endeavor to bring someone in. But it is fun when it's just the two of us hanging out. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. And if people, they were thinking, ah, oh, I listened to the end because I'm like Michelle and I can't go to a movie without watching the end, even though I don't like <laughs> it. What should they do, Michelle? Lauren, I think they should um, send us some cash um, and help us make it better. You know, maybe money. Uh, we're talking about level money next episode. Um, maybe they should send us some cash and we can um, improve. We can um, get new yeah, outfits or something. Do our hair. <laughs> <laughs> Get our energy flowing in the right direction. Um, I am joking. Uh, but, yeah, no, if you didn't, uh, didn't like the episode so much as um, we, we sort of put in our podcasts now, uh, talk topics. So there may be little things that you want to hear about, little things that we talk about that you might want to go back and have a listen to uh, that might be of interest to you, but you may not want to listen to um, maybe everything that we have to say. However, it is always worth staying till the end because we do have good advice, you know, tools to improve yeah. your life and, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I do recommend uh, giving it another go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, we do take our own advice as well. And if you do have any products, uh, you know, that you think we'll love, we would happily give you a shout out if you send us some products for free, speaking of money. So if you didn't like the episode, but you think we'll like your product, please send send it our way. Send us some merch. We love, we love presents. We love stuff. (laughs) Great episode, Lauren. I shall talk to you next week about love or money. Yes. (laughs) All right. Perfect. Perfect.